Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is, what is it, November the 23rd, 2019. Strong hand unconfiscatable bitcoin is the next bitcoin personal responsibility is the new counterculture deferral of gratification golden age i'm outside in golden beautiful uh north adelaide australia here in front of the library oh yeah hopefully this works strive for greatness people have that ambition avoid mediocrity principles over practicality okay check out this week in bitcoin at uh, disruptmeister.com. Great show uh, yesterday with Zach Bowl telling you how to get a, a job in the space. Hello, my elite friends that are in the chat right now. Um, if you have a question, you can do big type in Bitcoin Meister, do a super chat, and I will answer the question. But remember, this is beyond Bitcoin show, so we're going to talk about subject matters that go way beyond Bitcoin. We'll talk a little bit of crypto here, there. Bitcoin, but this is going to be, you know, there's going to be some politics. I'm even going to talk about sports today. Oh, wow. And yeah, this is my last uh, last weekend here in Adelaide until I go back to uh, Baltimore for Thanksgiving. That is going to be a long flight on Tuesday. Uh, that is it just, let me tell you, let, let's start, let's start out. Let's talk about long flights. People ask me, how do you do it, Adam? And, uh, I scheduled it to, you know, I'm leaving Adelaide very early on Saturday morning. It stops in Sydney, then it stops in San Francisco. That's a huge flight, San Francisco, uh, Sydney to San Francisco. And the original plan was to go from San Francisco to Baltimore. But no, they changed it up for a number of reasons. I got to stop in Chicago. So it's going to be a long day. And the amazing thing is I'm leaving here like in Tuesday morning. It will still be Tuesday morning in Baltimore because of all the weird time difference. Okay, there's your there's your little update. Uh, but I, you know, I can deal with it. I got the uh, it's long term thinking. I'm gonna get home. I've got uh, I'm not impulsive. I don't need to eat on the plane. I just watch the movies. Okay, elite friends. So let's let's talk about this impeachment hearing. The best now. I, have I wasted time on the impeachment hearing? No, no way, man. I've been living my life. It's a, it's a complete soap opera. But here is the best summary. I, I haven't watched a second of it, but I do hear other people mention it. Ben Shapiro, et cetera, et cetera. You you get bits and pieces of it. I mean, they're even talking about it on Twitter in Australia. Just, but here is the best summary yet from Jesse Jesse Waters, and it speaks to a larger uh, issue. I, impeachment hearings a bunch of clicks of people talking about their feelings. <laughs> That's all anyone really has to know. Uh, it's a bunch, it's a click, bunches of clicks of people, clicks of people talking about the, their feelings. And that works. That works in society today. Everyone wants to know uh, what, what that click feels. It's about feelings over facts. For, and it works. It's a soap opera. It's a made for TV thing. That is linked to below if you want to read about uh, if you want to read the whole thing. But th that that sums up the whole thing. Uh, it there there are no facts behind it. There's just a, a bunch of people that are angry and sad, and they want to express to the world world their feelings, who they dislike, and that gets people enraged and keeps on getting people to watch this nonsense. Don't waste your time with it. There's your summary right there. All right, let's talk about. We just talked about me traveling. Let's talk about. Uh, I'm just seeing in the chat if there's any questions. No, okay. Remember, do those super chats too. They're always uh, they they catch my eye real nice. Uh, but people should be able to willing to move. Huge advantage in life when you're you're able to move and, and to get a new job. And the ability to move means you're not tied down. Okay, there's so many people that get tied down by houses and stuff. That's another reason they're not getting houses and stuff and cars. You get tied down, you're unable to move. Here's an article. It was originally from the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Americans moving at lowest rate on record. The United States has been one of the most mobile countries in the developed world. In the 1950s, about one-fifth of the U.S. population moved to a different community each year. When factories would close, 
workers would move to other parts of the country to find jobs and new ones. Young people flocked to cities and rapidly growing suburbs where jobs were plentiful and, and cheap. Well, guess what? Now people aren't doing it anymore. People are sitting there with it. They're like, oh, I lost my job. Just get on welfare or I can't get a better job anywhere else. I'm stuck here. That's it. And that, that's not the attitude to have people. The attitude to have is like, if your town's going down the gutter, going down the tube, excuse me, laying in the gutter, going down the tube, you got to be able to willing to move. Okay. People, Andrew Yang, I disagree with him on this. He thinks that people in these small towns, instead of moving, they should get a, he should just write them a check and then they'll be able to do creative things there and they won't have to move. Come on, people. In the old days, people moved. Another, and again, another reason people aren't willing to move anymore is that they have, they have mortgages. They're stuck. They're just, they're too tied down. This is why you cannot get into that situation. Again, for, speaking from experience, don't own a house. Um, I don't own stuff. I don't have cars. Uh, you know, I've got friends and family all over. So I, I'm not stuck in one place. If you're stuck, you're going to be limited in the amount of money you're going to be able to make. You're going to be limited on, in your freedom. It's uh, hey, and, and the thing is, we used to be a country, uh, the United States, uh, of more so of people in motion. They were willing to move. Now it's it's the lowest the lowest rate in, in quite some years since they were uh, measuring it. So you can uh, you can link to that. All right. So let me tell you a little Adelaide story. Uh, I, 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 I'm obviously staying in North Adelaide, which is just, I mean, it's a few blocks from Adelaide. So I run downtown to Adelaide uh, every day that I run, basically. And on Fridays, I've noticed at the Rundle, the Rundle outside mall, uh, they allow people to be political on that day. I don't know what it is, but you see some people waving the, the Arab flag. And then you see this one guy, this one guy, and then you see abortion protesters. And then you see this who are Christian based. And then you see a one, this one guy, he's got the Israeli flag and he's just waving it, waving it as everybody's walking by. And this is like six o'clock, six o'clock on Friday. So it's light outside. And there's so many people out there at the Rundle Mall here in, in Adelaide. So I see I one, one time I saw the guy and I, I just went up and I, I kissed the, the flag of Israel and he just saw me and he smiled. And but this time, you know, I, I saw him waving the flag. I'm like, this guy's awesome. So I go up to him and I just I start making a speech. I start saying Israel, uh, Judea and Samaria are, are forever part of Israel. I don't even know what I said. OK, but I talked about Judea and Samaria and everyone got silent and listened to me. And then I, I kept on running and that was it. And then on my way back around again, the guy saw me and he came up to me. He's like, that was beautiful what you said. And I, I got to talk to the guy and uh, he has been doing this for 10 years. This is a Christian Zionist, a Christian man, goes out there in the middle of, of Adelaide and waves the Israeli flag with pride. And I I mean, I even told him, I'm like, dude, I'm Jewish. And, and he said, you know, what you said was beautiful. And I said, I, I'm not, you know, they're going to they're gonna hate me no matter what. I'm going to say what I believe in. you got to say what you believe in. And, you know, I told him, you're a Christian dude and you're saying what you're believing there. So many Jewish people wouldn't, wouldn't would be scared to do what you're doing right here. So I went to, and I told the guy to watch the channel. So I, 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 the guy really had some conviction. He's been doing it for 10 years, waving that flag out there. And, I, and he's a great guy, very nice guy. Um, so... That, that was my little experience with the, with the Christian Zionist. And he was saying all this stuff. He'd never been to Israel and everything like that. I told him about Bitcoin. <laughs> he said he wasn't rich, so he didn't have Bitcoin. And uh, pound that like button, by the way, people. So an, another story, uh, there's a there's like no Jews here in, in Adelaide at all. But there is a Chabad here. So I've been going there every Saturday. Um, and last week they had a bunch of young guys come in from Sydney. So we had enough for a minion they don't even get enough for a minion here. They're so, so I mean, if you're Jewish in Adelaide, you should, should you check out the Chabad or something. Or I don't know, nothing to be just be yourself, people. I, I don't know the Jewish people out here. I don't know where they they're, they're few out here. Uh, but have some conviction, and you know the the Chabad rabbi. Maybe he's watching this right now too. Was I? I'm gonna. I told him about it. He's got conviction. My my lord, he's just in in the middle of a place with no Jews, and he's. He keeps on uh, doing his uh, rabbinical thing. Every Saturday he's praying there with whoever comes out. It might be only one, two, three, four people, but he's, he's doing his thing. So, And I give credit to all the Chabad people. If, if you're Jewish um, or if you're not Jewish and you want to know more about Judaism, you go to the Chabad website. Look it up, Chabad.org. All right. And the Chabad people, uh, 
they reach out. They have they try to be all over the world to to reach out to Jews who need to uh, do Jewish things, who need to pray. Again, it would it would be great if all Jews just moved to Israel. That that would be a lot better. Spend more time in Israel, Jewish people, like like I'm, I do. And I yes, hopefully one day I'll be there permanently. That that would be great. That would be great. And I do obviously I spent five months there, so I'm doing I'm doing my part, spending my time in Israel. All right. Enough that so let, let's let's move uh, on. Uh, we talked about Chabad. Oh, let's talk about sports for one time. Let's talk about sports. Oh, first of all, Roman Q says, "How does Adelaide rank in Australian cities that you have visited?" Okay, very good question. <laughs> it's it's the fifth largest city in terms of population, and you can definitely tell that it's. Not as big as the top as Sydney or Melbourne or Brisbane or Perth. It's it's similar feel to Perth, but they're a little insular here. I mean, they everybody's watching each other's back. Uh, it's a it's a little clickish, probably. Uh, it's got a small town feel to it, but it is clear. It's a big city. It's a big city. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what it would remind me of in the United States because it's so clean and everything. So it, it's you know Perth is really quirky. And but this place is more they call this the city of churches because there's so many churches around. And a, a lot of the people are like church going little ladies that, <laughs> that would have mind other people's businesses. But there are there are a lot of good people here. They're quiet. They're polite. They're nice. But if you are a newcomer, you'll get you'll get some looks if you don't. You know, when they see me running around with my orange pants and my beard, oh, I get a lot of looks. They're like, well, why is this guy running in our neighborhood? Well, who, who the heck's this guy? What's he, what's he doing? And, you know, whatever. They're, they're protect there's, there's a level of safety there, I guess. I, I don't mind if they look at me like I'm a, a some wild man. But I, I don't know. I am kind of a wild man, aren't I? Oh, yeah. this is That thing needs a washing, doesn't it? This hair. Yeah, I fell asleep before I could wash my hair last night. Okay. So what we're gonna what we're gonna talk about next? Oh, this is beyond Bitcoin. You're getting all sorts of stuff out here. Pound the like, pound that like button. And seriously, check out the show. Uh, this week in Bitcoin was really great with Zach. And hopefully, this coming this week in Bitcoin on Friday, the day after Thanksgiving, we'll we'll be back to it, having it live and and three people at the same, three people being interviewed at the same time. And yeah, this is live, and I'm getting an 85.02 upload speed here which is incredible, you know, compared to inside. It, it's so sad that my Airbnb is so nice, but the the internet these last, what, 10 days now has been, it's just, I don't know what happened. It's sad. But this free internet is incredibly fast out here in front of the library. And, all right, so let's talk about sports. <laughs> and uh, having show, you are probably right with what you said. I'm not going to repeat what you just said, but uh, that second part might be true. There are there are some really nice there are some nice houses here that are probably worth quite a bit here, but maybe not on this block. All right. So uh, yeah, sports. So it's come to my attention, people, and I, you know you can't escape this when you're from Baltimore, and it will come to my attention when I'm in Baltimore that yes, I have heard, I have heard that the Ravens are a top team and they might be the best team this year. And so I want to remind everyone when I quit the NFL back in 2016, before, right before the season started, I'm like, I'm not watching a game a anymore. I did say, I did say, I will watch the AFC title game or the Super Bowl and the Super Bowl if the Ravens make it. Okay. So let me just remind you. Again, the Ravens made the playoffs last year. I did not watch that game. I did, and they lost. Uh, to, I said I was about to say San Diego Chargers. They're called the Los Angeles Chargers now. A disgrace. But um, <laughs> I mean, like Los Angeles cares. <laughs> anyway, um, but no, if they make the AFC title game this year, I will watch that game. I will. I, and if they make, watch the Super make the Super Bowl after that, I will watch that game. No doubt about it. And I'll figure out what's going on with the team at that point. I know the quarterback. Um, what's his face? Uh, he's been doing. He's very impressive. Apparently, he's like Michael Vick, but better, a lot better, and bigger. You got to be bigger than Michael Vick in order to survive in the NFL, because Michael Vick got destroyed because he wasn't that big. You got to be a big dude when you're getting tackled by huge. Anyway, so um, no, but but let me tell you. So even though the Ravens are very doing very well, no, I'm not going to start watching our games during Thanksgiving. I'm not going to watch our games, whatever, whatever. But again, AFC title game, I'm watching it. 
a Super Bowl, I'm watching it. If it, if, again, if the Ravens are in it, that's just the way it is. There's a certain level of connection to it. Spending that, it's better than worrying about it every week. Like all these people are addicted to it. They have to study it every single solitary week. I'm telling you right now, I'm, tr- I'm planning to watch two games if they're there. And yeah, I'll be happy. I'll be, I'll be happy if they win the Super Bowl. Of course, I'll be real happy. Um, just that's just your. It brings happiness to Baltimore. It's one of the few things that does. So, uh, and and I have it in my past that I liked football. I won. I really loved it. I really loved to follow it. My dad. That was my dad. Loved it to the day he died and stuff. He was. <laughs> I'm not going to criticize my father, but he was sitting in front of the TV watching that stuff. A lot of people do that in Baltimore. That's the way it is. All right, dudes. Uh, wanted to give you. This. So yeah, I realize what's going on with the Ravens. I do. People tell me I. I you can't escape it. Uh, after I guess they they beat when they beat the Patriots. That's they you I heard about that immediately. So, but don't waste your time with that stuff. But I I wanted to just warn everyone. Like, don't say, well, Adam, you said you were never going to watch the NFL again. Blah blah blah. You're not going to watch. No, it was I wasn't going to watch the Ravens or the NFL or pay more close attention unless they made the AFC title again. This is far off still. It's far off still. So speak since we're talking about sports and uh, a sport that I really don't like. Means a complete waste of time is the NBA, okay? National Basketball Association, which does a lot of marketing. I got to say, in Australia uh, and in Asia, they like the focus on this side of the world for some reason. And I guess because a uh, part part of it is because one of their uh, anchor teams is the Lakers, which is on the West Coast, and you can catch it. And the West Coast of the NBA, uh, the Lakers, the the Golden State Warriors, they've been growing a lot, so. There's you see people here in uh, Australia with Lakers, with uh, Golden State Warriors, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But, but, the, but the reason I'm bringing this up is because they're going to try something new in the NBA. I got to give the commissioner Adam Stern. He's in motion now. They don't have the tradition of Major League Baseball. Like Major League Baseball, you could not do radical changes like he, he's pr- proposing. But he's proposed like an in to- in season Euro type of tournament. And I guess you soccer fans in Europe are used to this. You have tournaments in the middle of the season and you can get another cup and there's not just the end of the season playoffs and everything like that united states we're just used to there's the end of the season the playoffs you're to championship you don't have an in-season tournament where you where you can get another championship where you can get a cup or something like that and he wants to do this and i think it's i just think it is a great idea it will because the nba is boring as most i mean some of those regular season games do you want to see the uh, the Sacramento Kings play the Washington uh, Wizards? I mean, really, who who wants to see that? <laughs> do, you, do you people who are outside of America even know there's a team called the Sacramento Kings and the Washington Wiz- Wizards or the Charlotte Hornets? Do you guys even know that? Do you want to uh, New, New Orleans Pelicans? Who wants to see all those teams? So Adam Stern is is is, is a very is that his name Adam? <laughs> I think I'm getting his name confused. He, he's obviously. Uh, of the same religion I am, uh, whatever his last name is. His name is Adam. It's, it was David Stern was the I'm getting so confused. Well, whatever his darn name is, he is smart. And uh, Adam Silver, oh my God. So I called him David. Stern was the old one. Ad, Adam Silver is his name. Another, uh, oh, those last names of uh, the people of my religion. <laughs> I get them all confused. You see? Stern, Silver, Goldberg, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious yeah thank you to for the uh, t- for the correction there uh but it's it's a it's a good idea and it will get more 80 percenters just addicted to it because right now they're i think they're hemorrhaging uh, american uh, people watching it and stuff okay there's my commentary on sports way too much of this hopefully you're playing this side uh so so hex awareness team says talk about hex it's a pretty cool project. No, I'm not talking about it, dude. I talked about it enough. We, you know, you, you got your shot, dude. I said it's free. I'll be, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll keep everybody updated once you're able to claim it. Okay, I'm not giving that dude any. He doesn't need the publicity uh, because no one should buy that. No one should spend a penny on a on a wretched altcoin like that. Okay, and it, it's it's definitely a, it's definitely a wretched one. Uh, but if you're going to get it for free, okay, and you could turn it into Bitcoin, then you get it for free and you turn – that's the only thing it's good for. Most crypto dividends – and, you know, no offense to Hex Awareness teams. Any oh, – most crypto dividends, anything they're – the only thing they're good for is getting them and turning them into Bitcoin. That is it. The person behind that coin, okay, 
I mean, again, he he tried to come on my show in the middle of the, of the show, and I was unable to do that. If he wants to come – and I've said this. If he wants to come on my show in the middle of one of my shows again when I'm in Baltimore, he can do that. I'm not scheduling that dude to be on my show because I'm not promoting his coin. I'm not putting it in the title. I It was lucky I put it in one title, okay, because I don't want anyone to spend a penny on that thing. The unfortunate thing is because um, of the way it's set up. Uh, there's a whole affiliate marketing. They're going to people buy it. They're going to be all these 80% suckers who are going to buy it. And that's just the way it is. This is where the big boys play. So he's allowed to do whatever he wants to do. I have no, you know, people are just screaming at him. Oh, he should be stopped. He should be this. He should be that, whatever. He should be arrested. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think should, I'm not going to um, inform on the dude just because he's not the greatest dude in the world doesn't mean you go inform on him and, and, you know, let, let the market decide. Okay. He's free to make his free altcoin and give it out to people. Um, because you know, but I'm telling you not to buy, you don't buy altcoins. You never buy stuff that you can get for free. So there's no dip. You know, it's the same thing I've said about all the different crypto dividends. So no, I'm not, I'm not going to talk about it. I'm not going to give you like a, a free promotion or whatever. Uh, that I'm not going to talk about the whole this whole staking nonsense behind it. There were people that tried to correct me, like you automatically stake, blah 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 blah. You know what? I'll deal with it when we de we'll deal with it when we deal with it. First, th there's got to actually be a claiming mechanism that still doesn't exist yet. There, it's a long way off. And the reason it was brought up originally is because people do ask me about it. Again, bottom line is don't buy it if you can if it's able to be claimed, like they say it's going to be able to be claimed. I will try it out and update to everyone if it's if it's really happened or whatever. So right now it's all in the ether. It's still in theory. Good luck to those guys. Okay. Okay. Not that far away, he said. I mean, they've been saying that for a year. It's not that far away for a year. I'm patient about it. If someone's gonna give me something for free, I'm gonna be really patient about it. Um, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna promote it. We're not gonna have promotional, you know, shows with with it in the title saying, oh. You know, ego coin guy is coming on the show. Again, people, the reason I say it's all right for people to join my show in the middle, you know, if I'm talking about it and then someone says, hey, you're talking about me, it's the right thing to do. You know, I want to come on your show. I gave my side of the story. The person somehow found out that I'm talking about them in the middle of the show. I'm going to let them be on the show. Again, I could not do that the other day because that's just, it's impossible right now the way I have this set up. When I'm in Baltimore, it will be. Uh, and some people are going to say, well, it's wrong. It's wrong of you to let someone like that on your show. To schedule someone like that on my show, you've, you've got a legit argument, okay? But again, if I'm talking about them in the middle of the show and they somehow find out about it and they're in my chat and they're like, hey, I, wa I want to go I want to go live on your show right now. I'm going to let them go on the show. I think it's kind of cool. I think it's kind of neat. When, I mean, we had um, – I mean, that, that's happened with other people in the past. I think Tone Bays or Charlie Lee or – Long ago, you know, they came on in the middle of the show. Well, Vinny Laham came on in the middle of the show. I mean, that's uh, that's infamous right there. Oh, we got people walking by. People probably wondering, well, why is there an American talking in the live, sitting on the library front steps? <laughs> All right, so we went a little way beyond Bitcoin when we talked about crypto dividends. But again, I like the whole crypto dividend process. I I, I really do. So if you're gonna, I mean, if, if they're gonna be some shady crypto shady crypto dividends, well, let them be. Let them be shady. I don't. Whatever. You see, this this is the thing. People are so willing to to go out of their way to to criticize um, that 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 crypto dividend process, but they're not willing to criticize these supposed legitimate organizations that say if you give me your Bitcoin, you're going to get interest if if you hold it. Okay. I mean, the, the people aren't willing to people. Their organizations. People are encouraging people to give up their Bitcoin to third parties so they can get interest on it. Okay. I mean, to me, th that's much worse than receiving a, a free, than, than controlling your private key and and, and and getting a crypto dividend. It's so, I mean, it, it, it's, it's very interesting um, that, that some people are willing to take sponsorship money from organizations that say, that encourage people to give away their Bitcoin to them, to trust them with their Bitcoin and say they're going to get 1% interest or 2.57% interest on their Bitcoin. Uh, so I think that I think the, these Bitcoin interest providers where they can where you no longer control your Bitcoin on, on a, they're, they're definitely worse than receiving crypto dividends. I mean, 
Um, and, and the people might have the greatest intentions in the world, and they might be the most pure people in the world compared to the ego coin guy. But what they're encouraged now, again, ego coin guy is also saying, you know, do this stake stuff, do this X, Y, you know, the other stuff that he, that they're adding on to the nonsense. Yeah. That that's ridiculous. The stake stuff is again, I said with the stake, with the staking stuff, you're scamming yourself. If you are staking something that you don't have to stake that you're getting for free and you're not turning it into Bitcoin, you are scamming yourself because if you're tempted, if you're getting something for free and you have the option to say, I'm going to stake this or I'm going to turn into Bitcoin and you think staking it is a good idea. No, it's a bad idea. It turning into Bitcoin is what you should be doing. And then again, some people say, well, some of it's automatically staked. Okay, great. What's that mean to me? If I'm getting something for free and then they're going to tell me some of it is automatically staked, that stuff that's automatically staked, it was never mine. It was never mine. It was never, only the stuff that I could get for free is mine. And so if the actual, you know, if it's only 10% you can get for free, don't add that on to some staking be, nonsense. Okay. We really, uh, we started talking about crypto here way too much, but okay. I can see we've been on for 26 minutes. Play this at two X people. Be efficient with your, be efficient with your lot here. This is a, should I, do you guys like that scenery better? Or I mean, okay. Pound that like button live viewers. Oh, I don't I really need to shade. So yeah, this will definitely be shade before you go into international flight. You can't look like your freaking Abu, uh, Abu Nidal bot. Bane, uh, Bane Bin Laden or whatever, man. It's not a good idea looking like that when you're getting on a, a plane. Okay, uh, what do we have here? Your shirt says Decred. What is your opinion? Uh, well, again, this shirt I wear because the great crypto graffiti gave it to me for free. It's a really cool looking uh, short. It's, it's an imitation of John, Paul, George, and Ringo. Uh, my opinion of Decred, don't buy I mean... They, again, governance was like a trendy thing in 2016 and 2017, and there were a lot of Bitcoiners that actually warmed up to Decred, like Charlie Lee, because Charlie Lee said good stuff about it. It's one of those altcoins that uh, Bitcoin maximalists are like, oh, that one's okay, or Monero's okay, because they had people that warmed up to the Bitcoin community. I don't, I don't think much of it. I think it looks nice on this shirt, basically. <laughs> No, don't, don't buy it. Don't, you only buy Bitcoin. You only value your wealth in Bitcoin. Uh, th there are some smart guys over there doing uh, do, doing very creative stuff. Yeah, you listen to me at uh, um, Adam Meister, Bitcoin Meister on YouTube. Um, disrupt Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Yeah, do you know about Bitcoin? Wow, that's why I want to listen to you. Yeah, man, it's it's changing the world and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's on YouTube. This is live on YouTube right yeah, now. Right. If, if you want to be on, you can say, <laughs> <laughs> you're all dressed up. Where's everybody yeah, going this morning? Let's say a party or something. A baptism. Yeah, I was just saying, it's a very religious city here. Very religious city. Okay, yeah, so Bitcoin Meister on YouTube. You'll see this. You'll, like, hear your voice. <laughs> right. yeah. yeah, take care. Take Thank care. You. Yes. Yeah. Hey. All right. See, I'm, I'm spreading the word of Bitcoin here to the baptismal crowd. All right. Um, what else do we have? Okay, we got Hex saying stuff. Um, yeah, so the Decred. Uh, did everybody hear that conversation, by the way? <laughs> Greetings from Norway, says the Having Show. Oh, Norway, it must be dark. Well, I don't know what time it is there, but it's cold there. I know that. It is beautiful and sunny here. So, by the way, it is, it's already Sunday here in Adelaide. That's why they're going to, like, church stuff. Um, I know it's, it's Saturday back in the United States still. Hey, remember, if you're in Tel Aviv, speaking of not church stuff, pound that like button. If you're in Tel Aviv today at 6 p.m. at the embassy, at the Bitcoin embassy, they're having something special over there. Um, okay, moving. What were we talking about? This is going to be – remember, please play this stuff at 2X if you're watching this on tape. Please play it at two. Yeah, someone says Adam's secret love of Decred. I think people love to interpret these. Uh, you know that just because there's something on a shirt that I a shirt that I got for free that is a cool looking shirt that I, I like it. Okay. Uh, Taval Dakre is asking an interesting question. Would you ever go to Stonehenge? I mean, it's it's not something I really want to visit, but I, I'll, I'll never say never. Um, <laughs> Dan, this guy Dan 
just said t-shirt for free scam exactly that's the logic of some people t-shirt for if you got a t-shirt for free anything for free is a scam anything's for free is it must be a scam um okay and i yes so by the way again i am not calling um that ego coin a scam i refuse to do that and he can be the scammiest person on earth by the way i mean he's been involved in some really controversial stuff but if it works the way it's supposed to work if you get something for free without pay if you don't pay a cent for it or whatever um if he takes nothing from you it's not it's not a scam what's he lying about you're you're opting into it you're totally opting into it you're totally opting into it okay free free fiat says uh so i mean and there, there are all these people that are just saying, well, it's just the, the whole the staking part of it is a scam. That they, they're keeping 90% of what you're supposed to get for free. You were never getting the 90%. It's all made up. It's all it's mumbo jumbo. Is it really even gonna be staked? What is staked of a coin that does not exist yet? The only thing that matters to you is what you're getting for free. Okay. And if they say, well, you're only getting five percent of what you really would have got, but you what you would have gotten. You get what you get. Okay. Claim for free. Don't buy. It's that simple. That's what Zaya Zaza said. Okay. Claim for free. Don't buy. And again, you don't have to do it. You, you, you don't have to do it. And I, I plan if they actually allow you to claim. Now, again, if you never can claim it, then, but you can buy it, then, then you're getting into some treacherous territory there. Uh, yeah, then it is, then it is a scam. Of course, because it's been a, a huge big lie. You're going to get this for free. Oh no, you have to pay for it. That is a scam, yeah, obviously. But no, that that hasn't happened, and I'm not gonna. If that does happen, I'll call it out in a second. But again, you know, I'll go, I'll go through the process. I'll go through the claiming process when it happens. I will believe it when I see it that the claiming process exists, and then I will do it, and I will report to everyone on you know what it is. But you know, don't worry about it, people. Don't worry about it. Someone said claim is the same way as Mimble Wimble coin. No, 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 no. It's it's not the same. It's it's not the same. It's the same as Serenium. What it is, it's very similar to Serenium. Okay, okay. So too much time spent on that thing. So, okay, we've had people talk to me during the live show, which is awesome. You know, people walking by, learn, wanting to learn about Bitcoin suddenly. I got to stand up. It hurts to sit. I don't, I'm not used to. So here's a health tip, people. I mean, just don't sit down all day. I rarely ever sit down. So just sitting down. For that long period of time, I'm not used to it. I got to stand up. So now we're going to stand up. Okay. So we talked about that. Keto. Let's talk about keto. God. I Please, I hope you guys are – there's going to be a little political stuff coming soon, guys. So if you're watching this on tape, just fast forward through all you know that nonsense that you just <laughs> – this is why it's beyond Bitcoin. Show. You never know what you're going to get. Pound that like button. We need more pounds over there. Um, yeah, keto. So Carl Denninger, the market ticker guy, he is a very good article about, uh, you know, eating, uh, in a keto way of life, a uh, low carb. He says it, it helps keep sickness away. There's a study. doesn't shock me at all. Uh, keto can help keep the flu away. It's linked to below. Check it out. Thanksgiving break, uh, for all you people that are not Americans, it's, it's, Americans are so spoiled now. It's such a golden age that people are already starting to take off, okay? Uh, many kids will get out of school on Tuesday now instead of Wednesday. Wednesday used to be the last day of school before Thanksgiving. Now it's Tuesday for some kids. Um, you're not. You're going to see a lot less traffic here on, um, on YouTube, on Twitter. Um, that, that could actually affect the Bitcoin price in a way because there's, gonna be a, there's just not going to be a many, as many Americans out there on the Internet at all. Internet numbers for America is just such a huge Americans are, are such a huge part of social media that you will notice a difference starting today, basically starting today. Um, and so Thanksgiving, even though it's not your Thanksgiving, Americans really have a huge say. So be aware of it. I do want to point out when you have these Black Friday sales all over the world, which make no sense to me if there's no Thanksgiving, but it's just become a thing now. Black Friday is, is, is an international thing, which is so fascinating. It's just we have export. America has exported its 
hyper consumerism to all over the world, which again, de- people produce, you don't have to be, don't follow the American uh, 80% away and hyper consume because you end up with nothing, but people like stuff. That's, there's no doubt about it. And I do, I do want to say for the American worker out there who thinks everything's doom and gloom, Thanksgiving provides an opportunity for some of you to practice savings and to practice deferral gratification. I know it sounds real bad, but people can work on Thanksgiving. If you work retail, like some places are open on Thanksgiving now. I mean, they'll give you triple time, won't they? If you're in America and you can get triple pay on that thir- on Thursday, on, on, do it and save it. And then in the future, you know, take a couple days off to help start your own business because you would have already earned the money you would have worked, you would have earned on that day, okay, by working regular time, by working triple time in the past. And I want to say this, it isn't the end of the world if you can't have Thanksgiving meal on Thursday. You can have it on Friday. This year, I'm actually having Thanksgiving on Friday um, with one family member, uh, with uh, some family members, and then on on Thursday and then on Friday. And I did this on the pa- in the past another time. There's nothing wrong, you know, and I grew up with that weird mindset, like, oh, it would be terrible not to do Thanksgiving on Thursday and to do it on Friday instead. Oh, all these divorced families, what are, what are they doing? I feel so bad for them. No, not bad at all. I was wrong. <laughs> and so you, if you if you can get triple pay on, on Thursday, do it, okay? And, and arrange it with your family. It's a deferral of gratification. It's a long-term thinking type of thing. It will get you out of working for the man faster. If you can get triple time now, save some of that money and take a day off in the future to to really figure things out. All right. And I gotta gotta go back to my, uh, let me go back to my, uh, I I will say this because there is no Thanksgiving here in Australia. They, They put their Christmas decorations out earlier. And I think I walked by a Christmas party yesterday. It's pretty surreal to see Christmas parties where it's the summer or it's it's well, it's basically summer. It's spring here. And it's Christmas parties in November. Very weird. Eric, what is this? Eric Kronberg. This is a funny one. A Facebook employee who. Oh, God, my battery. I hope my battery doesn't die. That's something to take into account here. A Facebook employee who blocks Facebook for their kid. An Ivy League professor who has their kid homeschooled, not attend university. A VC who tells their friends to bootstrap and not take VC funny funding. What's the best term for this type of phenomenon? And <laughs> so someone in that thread said, uh, informed hypocrisy. Pound that like button. I think that's a good summation. But yet, take that into account, people. There are a lot of people that will tell you to do certain things, but they, they won't do it themselves for their own children or, or for their, their own selves. A Facebook employee who blocks Facebook for their kid, an Ivy League professor who has their kid homeschooled and not attend university. All right. And it, it is quite a phenomenon, uh, informed hypocrisy. That's a, that's a new one. So let's talk about foreign interference in the United States election. Uh, I, what, what it basically was is... You know, stupid people in Russia and the Ukraine and other and, and maybe China buying advertisements on Facebook. If you're stu- if that really influences people, advertisements on Facebook and Twitter. I mean, it just it just degrades uh, elections even more. I mean, I don't I don't think elections are that important. I, I, again, it's putting it's putting these government officials on, on pedestals. It, it's it's uh, it's it's wild that people worship the, the vote so much. Let them wait. I call it. I don't think it's election interference. I call it foreign investment in, in our uh, in our in our companies. Okay, I don't have a problem with them wasting their money on stupid advertisements. It's every and the United States interferes in other every single uh, in other elections. Whatever. Who cares? People are influenced by. It shows you how meaningless voting is if people are really influenced by by advertisements. These, these mindless advertisements. And if you can't figure it, I mean, make your own decision based on facts. Like y- you can tell something's li- a lie or made up, especially if it's coming out of China or something like that. 
So, yeah, I think it's a bunch of noise. It, since 2016, all this uh, election interference, it has such, it's been such a noise and hysteria. And I just have a different spin on it. It's just like they're throwing their money away, advertising on Facebook and whatever else they're doing. I don't know what else they're spending money on or how big it is. And I don't give a darn about it. If you're worried about it, you're wasting your time. There's all these countries have intelligence services, okay? China, Israel, England, every everyone, even Pakistan, okay? They're gonna they're gonna try to do things. They're gonna try to they're gonna they, some would rather have Trump, someone would rather have Clinton. It's the free market. Let me express this. I don't <laughs> can, can you make up your own decision? By the way, I see a gold uh, Mazda drive by. When I saw a gold Corvette the other day, a Stingray Corvette, which reminded me of my dream. Uh, what is that? Uh, Rockford file gold 1975 uh, Trans Am. That's what I want. Uh, it was actually an American Corvette because the steering wheel was on the American side. I saw it driving around. It was kind of cool. Gold Stingray here. Yeah, I saw it here in Adelaide. Um, have you been to Russia or the Ukraine? Roman Q said. No, I, I was in the Russian airport because that was a layover. So that doesn't really count. Um, my ancestors, the, the Meister side of my family is from the Ukraine, though. Um, Jews, in the, they were Jews in the Ukraine. Um, and in the whole, what was the Ukraine and Russia and Poland and Lithuania? It all switched around. So who, it, it, my ancestors, they were from all that, that little area, even on my mom's side, my dad's side. Uh, but my father's father's side, uh, it, we actually traced it back to some town that still is in the Ukraine. All right. Uh, would you trust someone again after they break your trust? Uh, it, it, I mean, if they're a drug addict, no. <laughs> That's what uh, a family member. Yeah, a family member, I would someone that I've known for a long time, you know, there's a certain level, you know, everyone should grant a certain level of forgiveness to people. But, uh, you know, people I don't know very well that break my trust, you got to be able to, you know, have a line and just, and just cut people that you don't know very well that, you know, that's it, you know, but if, if you've known someone for years and years and they, and they break your trust, uh, you, you, you should be willing to give them a second trust and just second chance and just try to figure out the situation. But people I don't know very well that break my trust. There's only so much time in the world I have, so they, they're probably going to get cut. You know, take take each take each circumstance. And there's special circumstances every time. You got to study every situation. Every situation is a little di different, but uh, in general, to give you a general answer to that question, yeah, I don't know them very well. You only have a certain amount of time on this earth, and you got to. If someone really lies to you, you just you get rid of them. Most of the time. All right. Here is a video from Forgive But Don't Forget. Forgive and don't forget for some people, yes. But then some people you can't forgive. Uh, WinWoTM sent 499. Thank you, dude. I know what this is, this is for. He says, thank you for showing us a good example of how to live in the Bitcoin system. Bitcoin overlay. What's your ultimate goal with Bitcoin? Uh, I mean, just to, I mean, I'm already at the point where I don't really have too many financial, I don't have any financial worries about the future, you know, to keep that up. Uh, you know, my, if I ever have a kid, they'll, they'll never have to work. If I don't have a kid, my nieces and nephews won't have to work. Um, uh, the, the other thing is, uh, well, there's a few things that, you know, make make more things more comfortable for my mom, obviously, uh, my grandmother, other family members, uh, just enjoy enjoy the ride and just just enjoy. It's just uh, oh, one thing with being a long term holder. Uh, if they're life extension technologies. Uh, be able to have enough Bitcoin to pay for that. Uh, so clearly, if, if we hit upon some life extension technologies, uh, it will at least cost it, at first, and they might not be in America, you might have to go to China or something. It'll cost like a, a million dollars. So um, 
yeah, to be in a position where it won't be a big deal to try out some experimental life extension technologies. Uh, I'm interested in that. That's that that'll keep me, you know, not getting rid of uh, my Bitcoin for, for quite for my whole life. Basically, I always hold on to some just in case, you know, they're going to come up with some new technology that's going to cost millions of dollars um, that I'll need to get my savings into. But, you know, over time, I'll. Uh, you know, one thing sometimes uh, during these trips and everything, I'm just so used to being frugal, I think. You know, in the 2020s, not to be as frugal, to, to just to get the mindset in the late 2020s, just not to be as super frugal as I, I have I'm known to be. Now, I mean, I am loving it. I love eating the berries off those trees. But um, I just have this mindset like, no, you've got to go on public transportation. You cannot take a cab. You cannot take a cab. And if you guys understood, you know, the amount of Bitcoin I had, you you would be like, you're like, what is he? Why does he even do that? <laughs> so it, it's, uh, yeah, a, a long term goal of Bitcoin is just to become more comfortable with being wealthy. I, I it, just be more comfortable with being wealthy uh, as the 2020s progress because I'm not fully comfortable with being, I'm not fully comfortable with being wealthy. Um, I, I do not live like a wealthy person at all. At all all and i i think a long-term goal with with bitcoin is to eventually live uh do some wealthy person type of thing so not yet not yet dude not yet i'm, I'm still young come on now <laughs> i know it sounds strange for a lot of people but it's, it's a stream of consciousness there and uh i mean i love I just love seeing the innovate. I love being involved with new, you know, I love the freedom that Bitcoin gives me. That, that That's a long-term goal too, to, to constantly be able to say whatever I want to say. But I'm already there. So I've, I've reached some of my Bitcoin goals already. Um, you know, being able to say what I want to say, uh, where I want to say it, when I want to say it, not having to work for anyone else. Those are all Bitcoin goals of mine that I've already achieved, but I, I want to continue them. I want to take them to the whole new levels and I just want to have more fun with Bitcoin. That's, that's a, that's a long-term goal too. And, and bring more fun to people. And uh, I mean, meet, meet more people. I don't know. It's just, I've always lived my life thinking there's all this glorious unknown out there. And if I'm involved with a certain technology and it was the internet at first, that I am just going to be exposed to all this glorious unknown. And I just look forward to this. And so my, I was correct as, as a younger person when I was thinking about the internet and the glorious unknown that it would bring me. I thought to myself, if I just stick with this internet stuff and do internet business, then I'm gonna, I'm not gonna hit upon this glorious unknown one day that's gonna take me to a whole new level. And that glorious unknown was Bitcoin. And so I, I still, and you can see I'm smiling and everything, there's more glorious unknown out there involving technology. Maybe it's that life extension stuff. Maybe it's uh, helping. I would love to be part of a movement to get people off this planet, to get people on Venus, to get people on Mars, to, to get pictures of exoplanets. There's so much. And Bitcoin will allow me to be involved with that type of stuff. So there, that's a really long answer there. And it's kind of, I rambled on, but I'm known to do that. I hope you like that because it, it got me thinking. The glorious unknown. It's very, it's very difficult for me to put. To, re, to me, I understand that concept. I know what it means to me, and I love it so much. And I've always lived my life with the glorious unknown. My mom, you know, when I got into Wash U and everything, she was just like, you know, she wanted me to be an accountant, and like, I knew that like, everything. I don't have to. I'm not worried. I'm not going to college to be a specific thing. I know I will be something one day. That will be glorious and awesome. And I was right. I, I was right. I I don't know. There's some people that just like to get themselves set up in very specific like ways of life. Like I'm gonna be an accountant. I'm gonna go to school here, then this, XYZ, XYZ, then I'll be an accountant, then I'll get a big house, then I'll have five kit three kids, then I'll retire at age 65, blah, blah. That's so not me. That, that is so not me. And I think Bitcoin gives you that freedom to be that 
to be me, to be the person that doesn't have to plan things out. Now, again, you still have to have rational skills, like not being impulsive, like deferral of gratification. You've got to have a base, okay? You got to have a base of a uh, of twenty percent or type of living stuff. Don't be impulsive. All right, uh, I'm gonna sit. Am I gonna sit down now? No, nah, I'm gonna keep standing up. We we good. This is uh, wow. This show is really long. How's my battery? It's been a fun show. Like I like being able to do a show where I'm not scared the internet is gonna go off at any moment. You can tell I'm a lot more relaxed. Adam, relax. That's weird. <laughs> all right. So, uh, all right. So, fitting in is overrated. Uh, I'm about to talk about uh, economic invincibility. Has a, a very interesting YouTube video. You should take out below. A uh, check out below. He says that uh, inequality of knowledge is something that is just. It haunts mainstream society. People are talking about income inequality. I agree with him that there is an inequality of knowledge. Most, so many people don't know how to compete anymore. They don't know how to present themselves anymore to get a job. So they think the whole world is rigged against them. And again, th these are tips of fitting into like the 80% or mainstream world. I mean, there's nothing wrong with getting an 80% or mainstream job. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. But there's so many people who, who can't even do that. And part of the reason is because they're growing up a uh, single mom household. You're not going to learn and other abusive uh, and abusive uh, household. If you're, if you're, uh, if you're living in one of them, you're not going to learn normal social skills. And uh, that is the inequality of knowledge. There's so much people don't know how to do resumes. People have, people have become so obsessed with like flaunting valueless qualities about them flaunting superficial aspects of their lives that they don't learn basics anymore. They don't learn basics. I mean, people know how to, you know, how to get the greatest tattoos, where to get the greatest tattoos, where to, uh, you know, where to be seen, where to, but they, they don't know how to make a resume. They don't know how to dress. They don't know that, you know, you can't get a job at a certain place. If you are all tattoos, if you got tattoos on your face and, and stuff, um, so watch his video. There's definitely knowledge and personal responsibility is new counterculture. People have to you know, break out of this valueless life and like understand if, if they want to make some money, if they want to get a job, uh, if they want to go to school, they're going to have to in under, you know, basically 80% or terms even, they're going to have to acquire some basic knowledge. And so there is an inequality of knowledge out there. He talks about it in, in, in being in the inner city, being in Appalachia. People just don't know. Um, they're going to need to know. Uh, last week, the show cut off when I was talking about people being afraid and alone. Afraid and alone. Don't be scared of those words. But the thing is, most people are scared of the words afraid and alone. And they will do anything to avoid that. They will do anything to fit in and to be part of a crowd and true innovators uh, with mega success, they're not afraid of anything. They're not afraid of being alone and they stick out. In order to have mega success, you gotta be willing to be alone. It's not that hard to be alone, people, trust me. It's not that hard. It's not that scary to be alone at times. You, you're not truly ever alone, okay? You're not truly ever alone. Uh, so here. So many people are afraid to be wrong and alone. This is a tweet. They're so afraid to take career risk that uh, that they migrate from being alone into being with the crowd. But when you migrate to the crowd side, you take away being right and alone. And that's where fortune and glory reside. Pound that like button. Um, and again, alone might not seem easy to a lot of people, uh, but it's it's not as hard as it appears. Don't let those words, because they have psychological effects on people. Here, let me go check the super chat. Oh, we do have questions. Uh, what advice, this is Roman Q. What, what advice would you give to your uh, 20 year self, 20 year old self besides buying Bitcoin? Oh my, it would involve, uh, it would involve women. It, it definitely would involve women. Do not you got to be, you can't spend your time chasing women. Let them chase you. 
uh, you know, beat. And then with that time that you didn't spend chasing women, uh, use it to, to buy Bitcoin. Uh, again, everything turned out all right for me, uh, but uh, I didn't manage my time as well as I could have. And I didn't, I was, guys don't have to be chasing women, um, especially, um, uh, this is superficial to say. I mean, if you're smart and you're pretty good looking, you, you shouldn't be chasing at all. Uh, and, and, and then, and, and then if you are, and if you're not spending that time and you're attaining wealth, that'll even make you more attractive to them and stuff. And I did not understand that at all. I thought you had to completely chase them, uh, you know, worrying about when to call them this, that, and the other. And, um, it, it was a, it was a waste of time. And I, st and I did pretty well too. I mean, I picked up, <laughs> I, I picked up plenty of women at bars and, and, you know, that's where I would meet women at bars. I, and you know, I, uh, I did, I did, I did well for myself based on my looks, um, and, and my personality and, you know, and, and everything, but it, initially it's just your looks they're looking at, but then, you know, some of them that I, some of them that I was not able to totally, well, some of them that I didn't have sex with that I wanted to have sex with, um, those ones I spent a lot of time on, like what I should have done was like, cut it off and say, okay, that's it. Great. You don't want to do it now. That's fine. And some of them I would have been able. Again, you, sh you shouldn't worry about, you know, adding notches either. But at, when you're 20 something, you are quite worried about adding notches and <laughs> you're obsessed with it. And there some of the ones that I didn't add the notch with, um, I should have just cut off. And I probably would have been, been able to, to get them um, just because I was, I am good looking, whatever, you know, superficial BS. Because some of those were the ones that were really superficial. They're really, I mean, if you're involved in valuing your wealth and women, you're going to have to deal with some disgusting, superficial stuff. So I, I, would, I would tell myself to really, I would, I would, I would give myself the red pill knowledge. Okay. It, it would have made, given me a lot more free time and uh, who knows. All right. There's advice. advice. And you give that advice to any young man, uh, any young man now that. Don't be desperate with the women. Don't 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 be don't spend time with them just because. Oh, all right, you've you've made some really good progress with the really hot one, but if you hit a wall with them, then then run away. Then that's it. It's it's better to run away. Don't don't try to get them more. They don't try to get them more and more free things or whatever. And again, I didn't I didn't I what I was giving some of these people. I'm I'm thinking of specific people. Um, I just gave them more time. Like just too much too much time and attention. Should have just cut off all attention. Uh, all right, you got some women's stuff here. Adam put a lot of work in his oral game. Uh, Adam put <laughs> my 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 oral game, guys. Was uh, I had I had performance enhancing drugs called alcohol. <laughs> that that was uh, so yeah. At those bars when I was meeting those women, I was always drunk. Oh yeah. It was there were some fun freaking times. There were some fun freaking times. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. That was fun times. But um, you could be more productive. And in this day and age, it's it's it, it, with some of these women are, are much uh, much stricter. Uh, you know, they're they're not gonna give. Uh, they're gonna give less and less guys uh, the, the time of day. And so you don't give them the time of day. Don't value your wealth in Bitcoin. Don't value your wealth in women. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Only value your wealth in Bitcoin. All right, so yeah, moving on. The interesting question that made me ramble on. <laughs> Good job. Dude, I have so much written down and so much in the title. Uh, this is going to be the longest show ever, by the way. I hope you're playing this at 2x. Uh, well, since we were talking about women, oh, this, this is really an interesting observation on my part. I, I look at, I've, I've made jokes to you guys that 95% of the people in Bitcoin are men. All right. So I, and I've looked at my YouTube uh, statistics and it's like gotten to 99%. But he, here's something to remember. And this is very, let's, I don't watch any TV. I know my mom watches TV. I, I know other females that watch TV. My, my grandmother likes TV. Has it become, have we entered a, a world where TV now is for women? And YouTube and the internet is more so for men. 
I mean, it's it's only like soap. Everything on TV, including the political coverage, is very emotionally based. Is very women based. Okay, um, and women are more emotional men uh, most of the time. Think about that. TV had and TV is so it's unfortunate. I think it's really appealing to women. Everything. I mean, even the sports. NFL, NBA, they, they have women's days, women, and you wonder to yourself, why do they even have this women's stuff? It's because that's who's watching TV now. The, the only thing that's keeping a lot of guys watching TV is sports, is sports. If, if sports were not on, I mean, and now they're, they're watching it on the internet. Good for them. Uh, again, if the Ravens make the AFC title game or the Super Bowl, I'll be watching it on the internet. <laughs> but this is, I, I think someone should make a video about this that covers men and women's issues. TV for the women now, internet for the men, because YouTube is definitely more men, man-centric. There is no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. I would like to see overall YouTube numbers. I would guess it's 65% men at least. Yeah, I want to know what TV numbers are. Have men dropped TV? Is that the little dirty little secret out there that men have dropped TV and advertisers are being lied to? Because advertise well, some advertise many advertisers just want to appeal to women because they spend so much money. Their women are more likely to consume, I guess, to spend. All right, that's for another day. But it was something I was thinking about. TV for men? I mean, TV for women? YouTube for men? Pound that like button? Okay, making sure I skip nothing. Uh, yeah, a a another thing I would tell my 20-year-old self is don't drink. Don't, don't drink. There's no point to drinking. Uh, my battery's running low. Great. All right, everybody. This is sad. It's going to cut us off. Um, I'll just keep talking until it ends itself. Oh, yeah. Black mulberry fruit contains pectin, which might act as a laxative to help stool pass through the bowels. I made a joke about that. That's linked to below. Those mulberries that I've been eating, they, 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 are, they do act as a – they soften your stool. For those of you that have constipation problems, there is your there, there is your health tip. Oh my God, we're not going to have time uh, to talk about Mayor Pete Buttigieg and uh, Cory Booker. I just want to say that it seems like the the mainstream media is really into uh, into ripping on Buttigieg and trying to portray him as someone that black people shouldn't vote for. And I will get into that into in part two of this video. Uh, I've just decided that we're going to have a part two of this uh, in sometime in the next two days before I leave. It might be it might be taped, uh, but because I'm going to be on a flight for so many hours, 